It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome on in. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture Affordable. Never looked so good, and uh, listen, I, I, I know I know it's a, a regular season game in the middle of August, but losing four straight and just kind of putting a damper on the momentum that they they built last week and the goodwill that was, was building with the fan base and um, it's just how special last week was with the no-hitter, the, the turner ovations, how well he was playing. The Citizens Bank Park crowd being, you know, the talk of sports in a way. Um, to, to, to have that and then lose four straight, go up to Toronto, can't win a series, you get shut down by good pitching. It's just kind of – obviously the season wouldn't have been over. Wouldn't have been over. They'd still be nine games uh, above 500. It just would have dampened the mood, I think, in the city. And it would have you like, yeah, they're going to make – probably going to make the playoffs, but, you know – What's it gonna be like? Um, and and tonight they went out, and, and I think what you saw was an offense that was a little fed up with with hearing how they, they can't beat good pitching, um, and it was just a an offensive explosion that I can't wait to get into here on the final out two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Jack Fritz hanging out with you reacting to a a just a beautiful Phils win. Um, up in Toronto. Let's get to the biggest takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. And obviously the biggest takeaway of the game is they finally got to a good pitcher. Um, it was much needed, something they it feels like they haven't had to do in a while. They, they faced a lot of cupcakes with the schedule that they've had recently. Um, they ran into a buzzsaw with Pablo Lopez on Saturday. Uh, Sonny Gray, I thought they could have gotten to on Sunday. And you never know how the game goes with, with Alec Bohm. Uh, not getting called out on that on that bad two strike pitch, uh, you know. Last night Kikuchi was was really good. Kevin Gosman, Pablo Lopez, I was not surprised by. I was surprised at how 
well they got to Gosman tonight. I mean, Kevin Gosman has had a really, really good year. Uh, second most strikeouts in the AL. 292 ERA in his last nine starts. Um, and earlier in the season, he just dominated the Phillies. But I think what you saw tonight was what I mentioned a little bit ago. Team looked like they were ready to go. Um, and it can be frustrating. Like, why can't you just be ready to go all the time? I don't know. Hopefully in the postseason they are ready to go all the time. They they were last year. But they looked like they had heard a lot of the noise about they can't be good pitching. And they went out. They put together just a solid game plan, top to bottom. Um, they they worked them. They made a lot of hard contact. contact. They did not strike out a ton. Uh, four for eight with runners in scoring position, which has been something that has just ailed them all season long. They added on, which is <laughs> insurance runs are the greatest thing in the world. There is nothing in life that brings me more joy than insurance runs. And a, a majority of the season, now it has not been the last two weeks, it feels like they get up by one and they just would, would stop scoring. They would stop scoring. Tonight they didn't. Um, you know, and there, there was that stretch in, in – mid to late July where I mean, they were winning every game or losing every game by like one or two runs. There was no laughers involved. Well, tonight ended up being a laugher and, and, and being able to add on and not just get complacent and, and really lay it on a team. That's important. And, and hopefully it's something that can carry over six, six extra base, hit, base hits tonight. Great. Um, I talk a lot about on the post game show of the magic number of three. And what I mean by that, it's pretty simple, three home runs in a game. They have won eight straight when they've scored or when they've hit three or more home runs. Um, when, they, when they don't hit home runs, the offense just looks bleh. You know, tonight they didn't really need the home runs. They scored in a lot of different ways. But being able to consistently drive the ball to the ballpark uh, is something that this team needs to be able to do. They need to be able to slug. They slugged tonight, and that was good. They slugged the last week at home. And they had like 21 home runs in that last home stretch. Like, it matters. It matters. Not You're not saying everything's launch angle and, and whatever, but hitting the ball to the ballpark on a consistent basis is going to lead to more wins. It can't be the only way you win. Big distinction. It cannot be the only way you win. But they have to drive the ball to the ballpark. Three home runs tonight, six extra base hits. That is good stuff. And and the big the big story of the game, and he is obviously my player of the game, which is brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at SouthJerseyGas.com slash LoveMyHome is Bryce Harper. And there was definitely a part of me that was worried. The back spasms, he's had back issues in the past. He was just starting to get his power back. Is that going to be zapped? Is that is the back issue going to cause him to lose some of his pop? And tonight was the first time since he's come back from that where it was like he hit the ground running again. His first two-homer game since I believe it was Rob Thompson's first uh, game as manager for the Phillies. So it's been a while since Bryce has hit two. He hit two tonight and just moonshots. Two-strike approach on both of them. Didn't see a huge leg kick, so 
Um, that was an important thing to see, an important thing to see. Bryce Harper driving the ball out of the ballpark. That's my biggest takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury firm. The other thing that uh, we have to address and have to get to in a little bit of a damper on what was a really positive night for the Phillies is that, again, Aaron Nola is just, he's just meh right now. He's just, he's just kind of, Going through the motions, it seems like. Um, he seems like he's just fighting himself. Doesn't really have much confidence. Isn't really throwing his pitches with conviction. ERA is is around five and a half on the road in his last ten starts. Um, he just looks like he just looks like a, a pitcher that that doesn't totally trust his stuff. He was eighty nine ninety a lot of the night tonight, which which is not great. They are going back to a five-man rotation here soon. I believe that Chris Sanchez, who's starting over the weekend, this is going to be his last start um, in this rotation at this point. So Aaron Knowles is going to be back to, to, to pitching every fifth day, and you, you just keep waiting for him to turn it on. It, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen this year. It, and and it, it's, it's what happened with Hamels in 09, and it's happening with, with Aaron Nola now. And the one frustrating part about what's currently happening with Nola is is that he's not not even giving you the patented length that he usually does. I mean, Aaron Nola, he would allow four runs, but he'd get through seven. Last couple of outings, he's allowing four, but he's getting you through five? He pitched into the sixes last outing, but I thought Rob Thompson made a mistake there as well. Um, so he's just just, a, just doesn't have it this year. I mean, it's as simple as that. He, he just does not have it. And we keep waiting for him to turn it on and saying, like, he's the most – like, for me, I said in the, in the pregame, he's the most important Philly for the rest of the year for me. They're, they, they're not going to go far in the postseason. Now, unless Michael Lorenzen, like, is just uh, the number two now, sure. But it's just – it's hard. Unless the offense goes nuclear in in, in, in the postseason – it's just hard to envision them going on any kind of run if Aaron Nola can't figure this out. So, great win. Offense is really good. That's an important thing to see. Bryce goes yard twice. That's great. And they need that, and they add it on, and I'm so happy. I am so happy that I'm not reacting to a fourth straight loss because I think you can tell, don't handle loss as well. Um I, that 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 makes me very happy. But like I talked about last night, I'm I'm now in the big picture mindset with this team. Can I give the ball to Aaron Nola in a playoff series? I am still in the camp of I will, but man, it is just getting harder and harder by the day. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's kick it off with Brian in Churchville. What's happening, Brian? Jack. Uh... <laughs> I'd like to disagree with you, but I, I mean, everything you said is just spot on. I mean, an absolutely great win offensively. Um, you know, Rojas is just an absolute stud center fielder. It's great to see, um, you know, but it's, it's just sitting there the, the Nola question. And, and I've been with you and, and, and I did hear you say earlier about, you know, that, that, you know, he's their most important guy for a postseason run. And I agree with that, man, it's, I know having him as a number two possibly is scary as heck. It's crazy. I mean, he's, he wasn't terrible tonight, but he also wasn't good. But, and, and the thing is, he's not, he's not giving them length anymore. 
And that's yeah. that's that's killer. So they had to pitch Matt Strom two innings, and he did well tonight. But I think a lot of that had to do with the lead they had. Matt Strom, I, I feel like when he goes out for that second inning, I'm always like, this feels like you're pushing him um, yeah. a little bit too far. So it, it worked out tonight, but but man, it's just he's just fighting himself. I mean, I mean, maybe we got to give him a standing O. I mean, he might need a standing O's next uh, home start. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but it's it's. I mean, it's it's truly a real concern. Uh, you know, and Lorenzen, look, it's only been two starts. Uh, you know, and, and pretty I good, was, pretty good two starts there, Brian. Uh, not not horrible. Yes, yeah, not yeah. horrible. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think I I think Topper has to at least put in his head like, you know the possibility that he may not be their number two starter. I, I, you know, he's, it's just, he's just been not good this year. Well, and I appreciate the call, Brian. You're right. And I think he's trying. I think he's trying to, to, to send him that message. I mean, he said on WIP two weeks ago, um, or maybe his last week, but how everyone behind Wheeler, this is an open competition for starting jobs in the postseason. He he's, he's sent that message out there and, Aaron's just not really picking it up yet. Um, now, I think we all know that they're probably going to give him the ball. I mean, uh, I would be absolutely stunned if they didn't give him the ball in the postseason, uh, you know, scenario. Um, but still, I mean, at least putting that in his head, like, this job's not locked in for you. I think that's important. And Brian mentioned Johan Rojas. Um, <laughs> don't need to see him bunt again. Not, not, the, not the smoothest out there. But, man, just – such a game changer defensively. Now that play made tonight again. He he was playing super deep, and I mean he covered. It felt like half a football field to come in and make that catch. And I, I talked about it in the pregame, but they're gonna face a real decision here. I mean Pache was was DHing up in, in Lehigh Valley tonight. Marsh is on his rehab assignment. Obviously, Marsh gets back up here and is is playing every day. Hopefully in left field, and Bryce can stick at first base for a little bit. Um, but still, the the Rojas Pache kind of conundrum they could be in, it, it's going to be a, a tough decision for them. Pache was showing a lot of signs of growth, and I and I think I trust his bat more than, than Johan Rojas. But I just I love watching the kid play. I loved watching Pache play. Like it's 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 a tough decision, but man, um, good problem to have. And and it's just it's after years, years of watching Odubel Herrera out there, it is. Oh, it, it is so refreshing. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, uh, some good breaks for the Phils in the wild card tonight and one that was looking good that ended up not <laughs> turning out too well. And what I thought was the most underrated, important play of the game tonight. We'll get to all of that coming up next here on The Final Out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The 1-2 pitch. Swung on, ground ball, hit to third. Espen all down to a knee. He's got it. The throw to first. Gets by. Here comes yeah. Castellanos. He'll come in and score. It'll be an error. And two are across, and the Phillies are in front, 5-4. to four. 
That's our Mike's Amazing play of the game, presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. And, you know, I that was such an interesting play because it, obviously it looked routine. But the one thing that, that I noticed, and if you've ever, you know, played baseball and fielded ground balls and, you know, been in that, like that situation, and the runner just kind of slows down right in front of you, it throws your whole rhythm off. I mean, it totally does. Um, and that's what I thought that – that uh, that Nick Castellanos did right there. And, you know, it's one of those things that's not going to go totally noticed. But if, if he just runs straight through and, and doesn't try to create a, a distraction there, I mean, I mean Bryce Stott is, is out. And that game stays 5-4 rather than, um, you know, they, they get some, some uh, you know, more runs there. Uh, it was, they were down by that, uh, that point. So, um, but regardless, like being able to, um, you know, Make that play a little bit of heads up, get an Espinal's way a little bit, throw his rhythm off. That's heads up baseball, um, and they were able to to take advantage of it there, and, and they kept adding on, and never really looked back. But if that play doesn't happen, we're not sure if they win that ball game tonight. So smart heads up baseball by by Nick Castellanos, and obviously credit to Bryson Stott for for busting it down the line. But you know, good stuff all around for the Bills, and it was nice to see like you know another team mess up. For once, you know, oh, maybe another team can get a little tight in a big spot. Um, so, you know, thank God it was not the Phillies tonight. Welcome on back. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Phil's offense explodes. Um, you know, <laughs> three straight games of just uh, – Fransky had the stat. It was that they're averaging like .7 runs per game in their in their last three. Big math there. Um, just not, not good baseball and, and not – Looking locked in at the plate, and and thankfully tonight they they were able to just figure it all out and, and put it all together and kept adding on and it's something they need to do now. The the big question is Aaron Nola because he is he is going to be the biggest talking point in the city, you know, the last week of the season if he doesn't kind of right the ship here. Is if you give this guy a playoff start, I'm still in the mindset of, of I'm giving him a start. Um, he's he's helped get us here. It's obviously based off prior performance, why he's he's earned that spot. But he's been a guy that's been here for a long time, and I just have to hope and pray, and maybe watch the game with my my hands over my eyes that he can he can give them a good outing. But the one thing that is really frustrating right now with Aaron Nola is that he's not giving the length at all. Like you could excuse away the the three or four runs because like yeah, but he still went seven, and that stuff matters been a lot of five, like a five, um, you know, innings pitch. So, again tonight, just uncompetitive, not looking like he was he was finishing through his pitches. He got on a little rhythm towards the end, but still, it was just, it was just, eh, you know, left feeling empty. Uh, Lou is in Swedesboro. What's happening, Lou? Fritz at 11. Jack, <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm very, very nervous on what I saw tonight. Uh, you take the three home runs away, you take that error away, and where are we? I think, uh, and it's all because of Nola. It makes me very, very nervous. Which Nola are we going to see in the playoffs? Uh, very. Uh, we are not a team right now that can make the same kind of run that they made last year. And well, I think we have to we have to recognize that. Well, I so I agree when it comes down to like making a run. It has to be Nola. He has to figure it out. The question could be, what does Lorenzen look like the rest of the year? Can he do what Nola did in the playoffs? 
Um, Ranger, can he get on a, a little bit of a run here? I think the offense on paper is, is better than last year, and I do like this bullpen more. I think they have more pieces back there. Um, but it's also – like, listen, it, I love last year's team. It was incredible. It's so hard to recreate the magic they had. Um, I hope they can get in and flip the switch, but if Aaron Noll is going to pitch like this, it's just it, – it, it is hard to, to project that. That's the question. How can – and, you know, I was very fortunate to go to uh, virtually all of the uh, playoff games, uh, all the Phillies games, and, you know, all the ones in Philly and all the games at home in the World Series – and that was a special team. Now, you're never going to recreate the team, but let's. I think we just have to be honest that the team we saw the last three games and the team we saw today are is, is still. I don't think it's a, it's, it's a team that's going to make the playoffs. But the question is, how far are they going to go? And I just, I just, I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't see it. And I, I'm afraid. You're exactly right, by the way. Nola is the key, and I don't, I don't sleep at night thinking that that's going to get us uh, very far through the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, and and I think that's a semi-fair way to look at it. I will say though, um, it's not like they see. I felt like last year's team beat up on a lot of bad teams to get to the to get to the playoffs, and then when they got in, things went their way. They took advantage of it, and it was unbelievable. But I thought last year they beat up on a lot of bad teams, a lot of bad pitching. It felt like every time they played a good team, they kind of laid down. They've been much better against against good competition this year um, compared to last year. They just have. I mean, I mean, we talk about the Orioles, Rays, uh, Marlins, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, um, uh, Cubs earlier in the year. Like they've just been definitely better. They've been better against good teams, and I think the hope is that they get in. They they get hopefully a home game, get that crowd behind them. You saw what the crowd was able to do most of last week before the twin series. I know it was against bad competition, and and they just get into it again. Um, but again, the one the last year, for as much as we kill Nola in this town, and we always say, well, 2018 was his only really good year. The guy was fourth in Cy Young voting last year. Like the Phillies had legitimate one two pillars at the top of the rotation with Ranger Suarez, who uh, always had the feel of, I think we'd be pretty good in the postseason. So it's just different this year. But if they if they can just get them right, the other pieces are all there. And I'm just begging for them to get, them right, get it right. Because if they don't, it's putting a lot on Lorenzen. And, and Ranger, who I think looks really good his last outing, I thought that was the best he's looked in a little while, um, putting a lot on those guys' shoulders. This should be Aaron Nola's time, and, and hopefully he can he can get it going here. Um, they did get some good breaks tonight. So the Giants and Marlins both lost. They're now a full two games clear of the Giants. As I was starting the show, I was like, oh, the Cubs are down 3-1 in the ninth. Well, they hit a walk-off home run. So uh, they pick up a win, and, you know, they stay in this thing. They're they're going to be until the end. I think they probably win the division. Frankly, I think they they chase down Milwaukee. But regardless, um, Phil's there, three and a half games clear of the final wild card, two games up on San Fran. San Fran comes to town on Monday, so a, a big three game set after this weekend against the Nationals, both down in Washington and. Up in Williamsport. 215-592-9494 is how you get it. And Jack Fritz hanging out here 
on the final out. On the other side, we'll look ahead to tomorrow and the weekend. Or not tomorrow. We'll look ahead to Friday and the weekend. Before handing things off to Tom Kelly here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 1-2 pitch. Breaking ball. And it's hit deep. Right field. Going back. Springer looking up. And that ball is gone. And Harper has his first multi-home run game of the season. A line drive into right center. And it's his ninth home run of the season, and it gives the Phillies a 9-4 to lead. Yeah, one too many breaking balls. Uh, one too many breaking balls. Bryce is all over a two-strike approach and just, just smoked it. It was good to see. It was good to see him bounce back, find that power stroke again. And, um, and, and it's nice that the, it doesn't seem like the back spasms, back issue thing is going to really linger here, and we can get Bryce back on the trajectory that he was on before the back spasms, which was there's the power, the, you know, the the power and hit tool, and and really the full version of Bryce Harper. So uh, good sign tonight for sure. Welcome on back. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. We'll look ahead to this weekend versus Nationals coming up here in one second. But first, let's check in with Zach in Doylestown. What's happening, Zach? Jack, I'm doing well. How are you? Ah, oh, dial So I'm doing great. I'm glad they won. It seems like everyone can calm down for a night. But I mean, the Nola thing is still. I mean, it's it did happen tonight. Yeah, I mean, we're all concerned. We're all talking about what he's going to look like in the playoffs. And um, let me preface the point I'm about to make by saying I've been a NOLA fan from the beginning, from, you know, his days at LSU. Um, I've stuck by him when everyone's been, you know, kind of hard on him over the years uh, through all the ups and downs. And, uh, I, you know, my little theory on what's going on with him this year and his struggles, um, I think he gave us everything that he had last year for the postseason run. And, uh, you know, getting us to the World Series being a big part of why we got there. Um I don't think he's the kind of guy that had the time to be able to rebound and kind of recollect himself in the offseason, you know, given how much more baseball the Phillies played. Um, I, I think you're seeing a tired Nola. I don't know what that means for you know, what he's going to look like in the postseason this year. Um, but I, he just looks tired to me. I mean, he looks like a guy who's gassed. Um, I think he's trying to give us what he's got, but uh, I don't know how much less he's got in the tank to take us into October, you know? Yeah, and I appreciate the call, Zach. He, he, he just looks kind of defeated out there. He just kind of – he doesn't look like he has much confidence in, in, in any, any of his stuff. Um, and, and listen, Zach could be totally right. And, and pitching deep into October and not being able to, to, to calm down, yeah, it, it could 100% be affecting him. Um and that's really what, what happened with Cole Hamels. I mean, Hamels in 09 was not ready for that season. And uh, after that, he, he changed up his whole routine and, and got back to being a, a really, really good pitcher. The difference is, is that Hamels was 25. I mean, Noah's going to be 31 with a ton of – I mean, he's got a ton of miles on his arm. Now, the velocity was not a concern the last couple starts. It was still 95, 96, but tonight is down to 91. So – uh, it's going to be a tough decision for this team to make. You know, I mean, the, the latest projection was like five years, 110. Um, but, I mean, it, it's it's going to be it's gonna be not only the discussion point uh, if he should get a, a start in the postseason, but it's going to be a discussion point all offseason of would you pay this guy? Um, 
you could easily make the case that it's it's one down year. He's done this before. He did this in 2021 and then bounced back to, to finish fourth in the Cy Young voting. Could you bank on that again? Yeah. I, I'm still in the camp of I would pay him because I, I just think he's a, a, a valuable pitcher. I, I'm not in the camp of he's an ace. That's not where I'm at. But a, a, a two, yeah. Yeah, I think that's Aaron Nola. Um, it, it just comes down to dollars. So he, he still has some value, but, man, it is just <laughs> – it's 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 just excruciating to watch him pitch right now. All right, looking ahead this weekend, uh, the Phils' first two games down in Washington Friday night uh, will be Michael Lorenz. And it, it feels like the Michael Lorenz no hitter was a month ago. Like it feels like it, it was the the six minorization really spread out this guy's start. I'm sure he's able to, to bounce back from the 124 pitches, but man. It feels like we haven't watched Michael Lorenzen pitch in forever. They had the extra two days off too, Jack. I know. That, that's added in there as well. I so mean, it's been forever. Yeah, I think I think he'll be all right. I think he could have pitched 150 and bounced back for this uh, for this outing. He's, he's facing Jonah Doan, uh, 5.14 ERA in the on the year. More of an opener than a true starter. Uh, he did go six innings in one of his outings, but um, he's really only gone one, uh, more than three innings once. So far, so uh, he goes. That, that's the matchup on Friday night, and then Chris Sanchez on Saturday at Nationals Park before the Phils have to go up to Williamsport and have Ranger pitch on Sunday night uh, in the Little League Classic, which is just awesome. It, I remember it a couple of years ago when they played the Mets out there, and once again, like I mentioned on the pregame show, not only did Pavetta get shell- shelled on my wedding day, but he also got shelled uh, against the uh, against the Mets that night. So. Um, it, it was a cool event. There's no fans. It's just the kids that are up there for the Lily World Series, which is which is really cool. And it, it's big league baseball in a different kind of venue. So I'm all for it. And and it's kind of a, a big full circle moment for Ranger Suarez, who at one point was a Williamsport crosscutter. So that's where his career started um, on stateside. And, and now he gets to go back there and pitch in a big league game there. So that's a – a pretty cool thing for Ranger. Um, either way, very, very, very excited for it. The Nationals, you know, I think that if you said to, to anyone on the street, Phil's playing the Nationals this weekend, what do you expect? Oh, you got to go down there and sweep. Oh, at least two or three. I'm in the camp of two or three for sure, but just want to keep this in mind. Uh, 18 and 13 since the All-Star break. They won tonight. They beat the Red Sox. Third best record in the NL um, since the All-Star break. So, you know those those games last week they weren't total laughers. You know they didn't like dominate the Washington Nationals. So if they go down there expecting to just kind of roll in and take care of business, I don't know if that's gonna. Be, I think they might sneak up on them. They're young. They brought over some talent the last couple of years. Phils have to go down there locked in and and treat them as if they are a 500-ish team. Um, but either way, they, they took three or four last week. Hopefully. You know, they, they go down there and take care of business. But either way, looking forward to Sunday, the, the, the game up in Williamsport. That's going to do it for me here on the final out. Thanks for hanging out with me. Nick Earnshaw produced the final out tonight. Um, and, you know, we'll be back tomorrow. The live from the link, getting you set for, uh, for Eagles-Browns big preseason tilt. And Tom Kelly is going to take you through the rest of the night here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.